Hello and welcome to the Top Row Podcast with me, Dave. I'm also joined by Shane and Josh. How's it going? Oh, come on. (laughs) Oh, I thought we'd sorted this. I thought we'd sorted this. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm I'm all right. If your name's first, you've got to say. Yeah. B. So we were all agreed that that was Shane's fault. What? It's it's it, no. I'm not doing this again. It's it's Josh and then me. No, but did that wasn't what was said. No. Well, yeah, but wasn't I can't, the organised thing. I, I agree that it should be me. I I can't legislate Shane. for I can't legislate for Dave's uh, weekly botch fest. You know, like <laughs> I I have to stick to I have to stick to the philosophy here that we have. You know, I have to I have to implement regardless of whatever saboteurs are fucking doing their shit, you know? It's like... Saboteurs, you're starting to sound like Vladimir Putin. Mm. Oh, politics, politics. Oh. How long did that take? A minute? Yeah. I mean, we did... so, so the podcast so far has been bookended with a Vladimir Putin reference and me calling the Tories bastards. What's <laughs> that? Uh, right, so... This is... A, a... A bit of a delayed podcast. We normally record on the Monday, but we're recording on a Wednesday this week. Um, Dominantly because, well, we couldn't record on Monday. And Liverpool had a midweek game against Benfica this week, which, as I'm sure everybody knows by now, the Reds won 3-1 in Lisbon. Um, I did advocate for talking about the Watford victory this weekend. Um, Who cares? And yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, that's what I was told. So, moving swiftly on, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Liverpool women, um, who won the um women's championship this weekend, which means they're both back in the WSL next weekend, um, next weekend, next season, um, Casual. hopefully. Their next game against Sheffield United, I believe, has moved so people can go and see them lift a trophy without having to kind of quickly speed through the Birkenhead Tunnel back to Liverpool in time for the derby, but we will see. Um, And also, just a quick, um, I'm sure, well wishes from us all to Louis van Gaal, who has announced that he's suffering with cancer. Friend of the show, um, Louis Van Hal. Friend of the show, Louis Van Hal. I'm sure Shane's got quite a few references of him in the past. Yeah. He seems like the kind of guy that you reference a lot, Shane. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, he's definitely someone I, uh, I, I kind of try to emulate in everyday life. Um, yeah. so he's a he's a great bloke, isn't he? Yeah, I honestly I didn't really like Louis him. Van Gaal. Didn't appreciate him, and like I'm, I'm saying, like. I say this after he left United and like years later I'm seeing like so I was like I really didn't appreciate him enough while he was in England and in charge yeah. of United he yeah. was yeah he box was, office um, yeah I, it, I, I was because I was listening to uh, another show today just about they talked about is he he hasn't actually, has he stepped down though? is he still going to go to the no, World no, Cup he's, he's no he's going to the World Cup of course he is yeah and that's what Coleman's I was thinking over Coleman's replacing yeah Ronald's going yeah. back. That Dutch job is like, it's like a, I, I suppose, I, I think there's some other national jobs I can't think of, but it's like a safe, it's like a, it's like a unemployment, 
kind of scheme, you know, for like the the rotating touch matter. Seems yeah, like kind of like just respite for the. Didn't Frank Moore? Frank Moore was he there briefly as well? And yeah, then he, yeah, yeah. He got kicked out like he has from everywhere else. And I think Ad- I'll be next. Ad- Advocate's done at least two stints. <laughs> if I'm not wrong. Was uh, Hiddink? He's been there. Michael yeah. has done a few times as well years ago. It's, it's even it's even not even Van Hal's first goal at it either. So yeah, it's. Oh uh... yeah, get well soon, Louis. But yeah, I'm sure we'll all be on Louis Van Hal's army um, yeah. this winter in Qatar. So we needed but... another reason to root for the Dutch. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I can't think of who the captain is off the top of my head. Um, mm. well, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so quick, moving quickly on to last night's uh, victory over Benfica. Um, as I said before, 3-1 win. Um, it was Ibrahima Canate. Sadio Mane and Luis Diaz on the score sheet. Luis Diaz nearly being decapitated by a flagpole. Um, any main takeaways, guys? Or just kind of... I think... Um, I think yeah, I think we got the wake-up call we needed for Sunday. I think the complacency creeping in. Um, so that was... I think the, the best bit about it was that we got put under some pressure. And that we dealt with that. I think we dealt with it pretty well in the end. I know they scored, but that comes from a a situation nine times out of ten, Canate clears it. So I'm not going to read too much into it. And you you saw his reaction. He was um, not very happy with himself, put it that way. Um, but it was that it was that same old risk and reward, wasn't it? You know, we we left players up. Normally, you defend it and you get a chance. So. First yeah. half was really good. First half was great. Probably the best first half we've had for a long time. Five goals wouldn't have flattered us, I don't think. Um, and second half after the subs again, I think the subs changed it again. It's, it was very reminiscent of Inter Milan. Things yeah. calmed down when the changes came on. Now, I don't want to say that it was all Henderson again, because I don't think it was. But it does seem to coincide when he comes on. And I didn't think um, Thiago played particularly well yesterday, so getting him off ready for for Sunday whilst on the yellow card was a really good a good move, and it did, it did just seem to um, change the balance an, back, back our I, way again. It was annoyed he started. I was like, I just mm. I, I would want him to... I'd have started Henderson, to be honest. Same, but yeah, at least he came off. And we won. We won. We won. We won. 3-1. We now can play in first gear, probably, for most of the second leg um, you've got to think City City's result yesterday means they have to think about the Champions League more than we do on Sunday because mm. they, are, they are going to an absolute bear pit with the game almost nil-nil you know a goal Atletico are so good obviously at getting a goal early on at home um, so yeah I think that's, that's a real benefit I actually watched that game yesterday I watched our game today uh, City really didn't look very good at all so They've got a. They're going into Sunday with more than one thing on their minds, where we know that we just have to win Sunday and deal with Benfica after. But it was it was almost a perfect night. I mean, three 0 would have been brilliant. Four one at the end, if Jota had scored, would have been brilliant. Salah bagging a goal would have been nice, but you can't really complain with a a three one away win in the quarterfinals. I'm sorry, I'm still going to complain that Salah didn't score after that Trent pass. Like, yeah, yeah, that was absolutely outrageous. I don't uh, think Klopp's helped the situation either. Um, coming out and saying Salah's been affected by contract stories and things, it's probably not what is needed right now. 
Um, that's that was it's where you pray for Klopp's wham to come out about you know random deflection rather than outright coming out saying the contract situation's affecting him. But whether that means he he kind of has a point to prove on Sunday would be nice. It, it didn't seem to affect him the first half of the season when it was st- when it was no less of a story. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it could be, you know, putting pressure on him to sign a thing. Yeah, yeah if, if anything, if anything, people were like, oh, like all the commentators were like, oh, they surely can't, you know, how, how has he not been tied down? Or, or if they if they let him go, they're crazy. And of course, everyone, everyone, all the fans thought the exact same. And and now because he's had a little bit of a of a like a yeah, down position, period, everybody's like, leverage. Oh, you know, we're, we're actually, yeah, we're fine. You know, Salah's leverage is almost has almost disappeared in the space of a month. You know, yeah. he was holding us to ransom six weeks ago. Well, if you believe what the media are saying, he's holding us to ransom six weeks ago. And now there's there's been a few media things today that there's, you know, the Salah side are willing to make concessions and things like that because of the situation at the moment. So it's such a fickle process. And I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if a deal was done two, two months ago in principle and, and it was ironing out small things. I, yeah, I don't know, did we mention it before, but... Uh... I think we covered him going. Actually, did we cover him going out of the the World Cup qualifiers? I know we previewed it. Um, no, sure, no. We it, it, know. It, if we didn't, then uh, there's two ways of looking at that. One is that him not going to a World Cup makes him, you know, makes him more valuable. He's more worth keeping. Mm. You know, not like that. That necessarily increases his bargaining position with us, but just it, it'd be more. It'd be more worth. You know, just a, a small thing, but. Some and then the flip side of that is if you believe the idea that PSG would want him as a face of Qatar, you know, like he's a Qatari player, like a Qatari, I said Qatari owned player, owned by PSG, who are owned by Qatar. And you know, he'd be more kind of you could integrate him more with the World Cup or whatever the fuck, you know, like some people have put that forward as well. That's gone as well, so it's uh, yeah, leverage has, has changed a bit. All right, it's it's like who the hell would. If we sold him the, yeah, I don't think, yeah, it, like what, what, what price would he even go for? But then, I suppose he could go anywhere in a free transfer. But, um, yeah, it's, it's not as leveraged. But yeah, he's, he's, he didn't have his best game last night. But the, the other thing is compared to Mane, I, I'll say this. I think Salah still, even when Salah's not, he's missing chances. He still looks like Salah. He's still incredibly quick. He looks, he's getting into spots. Mane had a good game last night. Better than sometimes he has, but I still think Mane. It's like even if his numbers, expected goals, and all that are haven't changed too much, he still he doesn't look physically the same to me. It's like the least scientific thing ever, as if XG is like perfect science. But you know, I, yeah, like Mane has shown like more noticeable physical decline. I'd still be even if he finished the season really strong. If we have to sell one of them, it would still be him that I'd be looking to cash in on. Because some people say Firmino, but my thing is that Firmino doesn't have much pace to lose. Firmino looks the exact same to me as well. He hasn't changed much. And that injury hit season, but whenever he plays, he's been pretty good for me. The thing about Salah is he he, had, he, he didn't just have the club over the battle. He had the owners particularly over the battle mm. because he had the fans mm. kind of on his side. I would say since the DR sign and, and things have calmed down, like anti-FSG sentiments and whatnot between the fan base and Rami Abbas just being a, a complete not a prat 
Until we lose uh, at the weekend. <laughs> and then it's uh, MSG out again. Salah. Yeah. Salah five more years. <laughs> I, just think, I, just, I, I just think Liverpool fans are kind of... We've got that experience of selling a big player. No, we've got the experience of selling a big player recently with this ownership and leadership. You know, mm. Coutinho going. And the, we, we saw the end result of that was more positive. And I think that just... There's that always in the back of your mind that I, I wouldn't be particularly... Well, I wouldn't be hugely put out if Salah was sold in the summer. I, Especially I think, if with, with Klopp at least for yeah, we can absorb two, two more years. We've Klopp for two more years. So he the, can... the slightly annoying thing is it, it, it would theoretically be a pretty perfect time to let him go if we can get a fee for him in the summer given a certain Mr Mbappe is mm. available on a free transfer. Um, and the, the reports about him recently as well. Wages. The recent reports about him, there's another party has come to the table, apparently. Exactly. Foreign, foreign party, yeah. yeah. Um, not Barcelona. Cause... Not Barcelona, but a, a, another Newcastle. foreign party. Yeah, Newcastle, yeah. Um, so you, you would imagine that that, to be completely honest, be the, the, the perfect time to move on mm. from Salah, even if you put whatever fee, whatever wages we save, just Entirely goes towards the sign on fee and wages. Um, not that that's going to happen, <laughs> but um, you know that that's a scenario that I don't know. Maybe maybe the club uses leverage, but the leverage as the, the pendulum has completely swung the other way. Mm-hmm. I, I, Mad, just, I, I don't think it's... he has much of a much of a leg to stand on. To be completely, he honest. won't be getting anywhere near his four hundred thousand. No. I'd be I'd be surprised if he got a massive a pay rise at all, to be honest. I just think we'd go for huge incentives. Um, and when I say I mean huge incentives, I don't think they'll. I don't think, him. I don't think they'll let him keep his image right, which is something that he's. Supposed it's probably the to sticking point, isn't it? It's probably one of the biggest sticking points. Well, yeah, be worth a lot. A player like Salah as well, yeah, exactly. It's gonna be worth so much money for for a player like Salah. Yeah, because he, he is a fucking mega star. You do, yeah. Work. You do he, forget he, it. But... He's the he's the footballing face of the Middle East and yeah, and North Africa. Like, and yeah, him it... going to the World Cup in that sense is actually it is like a huge blow to him in so yeah, many yeah. regards. It it was a real shame to see. I mean, I'm sure you'll get idiots who dispute this, but to see the biggest Muslim name in the sport not not be there and. People in the Middle East, I, I highly doubt it, are used to seeing people that look like them being the face of, of a sport quite like Salah is. Um, so it, it, it's a real shame to not see him there, but I guess that's just a product of how flawed the World Cup qualifiers are at the minute. Um, just wanted to get a quick mention for Naby Keita, because after his quotes uh i think it was last week saying that um we haven't seen a real nabi keita quite yet he comes out with this performance ironically after mm. not going away on international duty for the first time god knows how long to be broken once again by the guinean uh, football association um what did you guys think of his performance because Klopp does seem to trust them particularly in the champions league to be honest he really mm-hmm. does seem to like the champions league uh, yeah, that that struck me like the the Europe thing because it's not the first time he's come in for it. and like whatever about the caveats about it being been like I, yeah people are like oh like it's it's quarterfinals but like it is still 
not only is the Portuguese league, but it's the team that are 15 points behind Porto, who we've been smacking for years now. And, you know, like City did what they did to Sporting Lisbon in the previous round. You know, like there is... I, I, I feel like the gap shouldn't be that big for all the good players that come to England from Portugal, but just it's like partly that and partly a mental block. But yeah, Keita was... Uh, yeah, I, I was I was really impressed with him. Looked looked sharp and like because I I went on and talked about how I was worried about him starting against Chelsea in the final because he's not I don't think he looked physically kind of the same you worry about and in that final he he held his own you know it it still looks like the the physical battles he like he has to work hard to kind of stay in them sometimes but he didn't really have that last night he looked sharp he looked like he put himself about a bit more than he usually does yeah yeah got stuck in which he's always been like a proactive presser but sometimes he can be a bit uh, not shit housey, but like a bit. Uh, like I, I think, do you remember the, the the second goal Spurs scored, where he kind of went to press Winks. He kind of crept forward, and Winks like just laid off, and Winks just like Harry Winks. You know, we're not talking about you know <laughs> pr- like prime Gerard. Like we're talking about Harry Winks. Harry Winks lays it off and runs beyond him. And Kate is trying to keep up, and Kate can't keep up with Harry Winks. Harry Winks gets in at our back four, slides <laughs> on in, and and they score, and then. But yeah, last night he he had a presence, you know, defensively. Like, because even in this season in Europe, there was the Atletico performance where he scores the like insane volley, but also gets skinned in the yeah. build up for two for their two goals. And it's like, and I think he got hooked. Yeah, he got taken off at halftime. And it's like that had been like the Keita experience so far this season. He scores the ridiculous goal against Palace, but looked a bit physically not great. But um. Yeah, last night he he looked like his his Leipzig compilations. You look just like your pictures, you know. Yeah, uh, even the I thought the uh, the through ball, even though it got deflected, because I was wondering how the hell it slowed down in time for Diaz when I watched it live. But like that's like that's that's the kind of thing you want him carrying it, running at defenses, playing through balls, um, and also being this magical all in one player that we we'd hope we were getting. And yeah, he was he was really good, and it opens up some interesting questions about the selection at the weekend. Yeah, I, I was going to say that because Klopp does really seem to trust them. Um, but I, I, I tweeted it yesterday. It feels like Kate is one of those players where you can tell within the first 10 minutes of a game whether or not he's going to be kind of on it. Um, mm. he, he was pretty neat and tidy, pretty proactive on the ball when he got on it within the first five minutes yesterday and it was like, okay, you know, he's probably going to have a decent game, yeah. It's loads um, of shots now as well. Like, do you remember because he had yeah, the shot yeah. against uh, from the edge of the box in the final, that where Mane or yeah, Mendy, Mane somehow doesn't score. He lets Mendy save it. You know, that came from a really nice shot from the edge of the box. Like, he's kind of a, a goal scoring threat from midfield, like a, a shooter that it felt like on the Ox really did consistent or like semi-consistently so him adding that is like a, a nice wrinkle as well which it's not that he didn't do that before he scored that great goal against Chelsea a couple of seasons ago but uh seeing it kind of regularly I feel like I don't know if the numbers show he's shooting more often but yeah that, might that, nice might, be, that might that might be a similar point a, a different point to, to how he's actually being played because I remember I mean his, his debut against West Ham sticks in my head when he was he was doing the job Thiago does now where he was dropping between the full-back and the centre-back and playing that kind of controlling role. Um, Hockey assist for the first goal as well. Like, the lovely, just perfect way to pass for Robertson to run on to, to slide it across. It was like, oh, yeah, this is it. Yeah, it, yeah, oh, yeah. It, it's, it's three balls were properly... Yeah, uh, you watch those comps from when he was at um, when he was at Leipzig, 
and some of the through balls he was playing it was like, ah, yeah, you're not going to get away with that in the Premier League because they don't play stupid, suicidal high lines. I mean, ironically, coming from a Liverpool fan, but um, but he he was doing it yesterday against a team that I wouldn't say they were particularly high. I wouldn't say they were particularly deep, but um, don't get me wrong, there Nicholas Otamendi kind of running on treacle as well, but. Captain Otamendi to you. Captain Otamendi, yeah. <laughs> Next to Jan Vertonghen. Next to Jan Vertonghen. Um, all right, Joshua, should I make this sound good here? Come on. We, we, are, we are the top red podcast. We've got to make everything sound good. Um, yeah, sorry. They're the greatest team we've ever played. and I can't believe we won 3-1. Yeah. All hail King Klopp. <laughs> about the point that you, you were saying, Shane, about how... There's a there's a gap between them and and um, and Porto. Sorry, like they do seem quite more resolute compared to Porto. The keeper's not a fucking joke. I'm I, not, I, yeah. I, I noticed <laughs> I noticed that when I saw the uh, the fucking they, they the official Liverpool club account posted all Firmino's goals in Europe and it showed the ones he scored against Porto. <laughs> and I got reminded of the one was it this season? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it was. Well, well, the uh, keeper goes walkabout. Takes his dog for takes his dog for a walk. It's, it's the fucking forlorn chase of the ball. <laughs> Balls like rolling really slowly. <laughs> Keepers like running back somehow even slower, and he, <laughs> he gets there just as like it doesn't even ripple the net. It's so shit, you know. It's about an inch over the line. That's for Portugal. Well, he, he he started against Macedonia the other day. I thought, oh, yeah, start, I'll be playing. Patricio just fucking. He got fucking whatever Matt Ryan got. It was just like that, like whatever Pepe Reina got in the early 2010s as well. Just like your hands turned to fucking smoke overnight. It's like, yeah. Oh, was Jose Sarsby like arguably signed of the season this season? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Second best goalkeeper in the league, I think, when yeah. it comes to uh, XG. Stuff like that. I wonder who's number one. Or the best, sorry. He's the best. Alison he probably is the best, I was going to say. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Uh, but Benfica imploded, didn't they, around Christmas with um, Jesus? Yeah, Jesus is. I, I, I was expect. I, I didn't know he got sacked. Yeah, <laughs> I they had to. to they had, I think the whole the whole technical team got binned off. See the guy with the white hair that was been yeah, there forever. Yeah, how long he, was, he, how long he, he went to Brazil and uh, did really well at Flamengo. Has he not been there forever with them? Or no, no, yeah, he, he, went, went, he, went he went to, to Brazil. Went sporting then Brazil. So I think he burnt his bridges when uh, he went sporting, then went to Brazil and then came back and they, well, he is, he they is didn't a, want him back. A and... Fucking galoon. I think he's a good manager though. Oh, he's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> no, he's a lunatic, but they were incredibly successful with him. I mean... And he won the um, Libertadores, didn't he? Yeah, I, I watched that game as well. They just, they just played absolutely mental football. Yeah, it's kind of like a weird Iberian club. Yeah. With a, with a hint of Mourinho in there. Yeah, so did anyone stand out? Because I, uh, I actually did a little read of Scam Maguire's... Uh, he did a little preview on Benfica, and uh, he pointed out that they're kind of a weird team where they have possession of the ball, but they don't progress it by passing. They progress it by Rolling. lads just picking up the ball and running the yeah. pitch. And sure... What happened in the first must have been five minutes that Rafa Silva guy just he's like, Hey, fuck this and just They were doing that like, like crazy. Like yeah, I, I our, our, that that was blatant. Yeah. yeah, the two center halves were 
kind of busy early on until we adjusted to that. And Konate, because uh, he, 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 he had fucking all-action game, didn't he? But even, was it Nunez, he, he like completely out-muscled in the corner. Uh, it was um, I, it's like my favorite thing down to watch with matches when he, when someone kind of challenges him in the, in the way that they no longer do with Van Dyke because they just they don't fucking bother. But with Konate, they're like, oh, this guy is a uh, the same height as Van Dyke and even thicker. Let's try, let's try, like, let's, try, let's, try let's try wrestle him. And like, uh, yeah, because and like McManaman like actually had your man uh, Nunes well scouted because he was like. Oh, he's good, but he, he loves going down. He goes down way too easily when he doesn't need to. And, like, that's literally what happened all game. Joran Nunes just, like, hit the ground any fucking excuse he got. Like, and that's, I see, I see people think that. They thought, well. Yeah, and some people actually thought, like, the, maybe I just got McManaman pilled, but they were like, oh, that, that, that could have been a penalty. Apparently, Peter Walton thought it might have been a penalty on Van Dyke. I was like, are you fucking joking? He'd have scored if he'd not gone down. He doesn't yeah, the, that's it. He threw himself down and it, like, yeah. it was never going to be enough for a penalty. He could have just kept going. If he pulls him back, fair enough, it's a penalty. But he, he, he puts he, his he arm on his chest. Yeah. And he falls. Uh, and that's not a penalty. Mm. Um, but yeah, he, I, I was saying to Josh just before recording, he is like a r- really like kind of budget Harland kind of mm. player. He does seem like he'll just get on the end of things, get him the ball, and he'll run the channels and he will keep hold of the ball whilst you transition, but um, as we suggested, yeah, I don't know, because Arsenal will be in with him, I don't really know how that'll transition to teams that kind of compress space. Um, whether he's just turning into more of a poacher than he is now. Yeah, like, can he, does he live and die by the counter, or I, I suppose like, that's what we thought. I mean, Obviously, he's not slotting into us, but remember, that was what I thought Jota was, was this, like, guy. Just Jota's highlight reel when we signed him was just picking up the ball on the halfway line and just fucking running the pitch. Yeah. And, yeah. Just like, and like, slotting it. And then he, he's, he does that on the odd occasion he gets the chance to against us, or for us. But, uh, yeah, no, he's actually just fucking 1990s Andy Cole reincarnate. You know, it's just like... Yeah, just it's, it's 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 you never know, I suppose, how they're gonna adapt. But uh, oh yeah, McManaman was playing fucking ITK as well in commentary. They were like, oh, and you you've heard there's a few. Just there might be some English clubs like yeah, a few. There's a few. They're saying so. It was really nice to- not hit. Really nice not hearing him say the word Fletch every two. Yeah, minutes. yeah, that was I was fist bumping because they led your commentators. Uh, Steve McManaman, I was like, oh dear God, no. And Ian Dark, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and I actually like Ian Dark. I've always liked Ian Dark as a commentator. So, uh, yeah, that was, it's, it's like, um, yeah, it's, it's like playing, it's like, it's like playing some of our midfielders without Fabinho, you know, they don't have that security blanket. <laughs> you just, uh, <laughs> yeah, to take, take the Fletch away from, from McManaman and, uh, he, he, he can actually impart some insight. Well, yeah, but, um, um, I, I don't think there's many other standouts from Benfica to be completely honest. Well, Canade was like, I guess I Canade was the most most uh, involved player. And I, I, I said that to you, didn't I? It was like, the mistake might actually do him good because, like, fucking hell, if he... I think he did... Might I think he might have lost, actually, one duel. Did he let someone in half a little bit in the first half? He, someone he, got by he, had, he had a couple of um, iffy moments. Yeah. That he looked a bit shaky, but I think he does that. He looked, he looked like, raw. Like, he's so he is physical. Still, yeah. His problem is he keeps getting dropped in in games. You know, mm. he's he's kind of just go, yeah, go on, defend defending the quarterfinal away from home in the Champions League after not playing for five games. 
six games. Yeah, he did, yeah, it worked against Inter. That was his best game for us. That was when he bailed. I was saying, I, 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 I just think you kind of have to give him that little bit He's of young as yeah, well, a break. But, because but that's he, why I was saying yeah, the mistake might be good because it might... Otherwise, I'd have been like, the fucking hype train on him is just going to be like, you know, because like he had the goal. He had the goal in a European quarterfinal away. He... He's winning his duels, and you know that might uh, humble him. If 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 Fabinho's celebration alongside him didn't humble him, then uh, <laughs> Fabinho just looking like the old man that he that he that he surely is. He's got the cut in his bald head to if he slipped in the shower. You know? Yeah, uh, no. He, 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 to be honest, uh, the the gate he was kind of as he was. Trying to clear that ball, it just really reminds me of of Mamadou Sako with that really weird gait Sako had when he was trying to clear the ball and kind of trying to just hook his left leg around the ball. Mm. Um, but I mean, I I, I really liked. I mean, it was I, probably I his hero. To be fair, he grew up in Paris. Oh yeah, Sako was Sako's Paris as well. PSG captain. So yeah. I didn't particularly like um, the fact that we didn't get an anime gif after the game. He seemed a bit. We sad. did. Did we? Yeah, I, he posted one. Oh, did he? All oh, right, I must have missed it. He um, he don't he don't miss. But but he, he made sure to say that he'd learned from the mistake, which I like to see because I don't mind young players making mistakes. The young players at the end of the day. Yeah. But as long as they kind of learn, I mean, look at the amount of learning Trent had to do. Mm. For example. Um, so, yeah, that's that's just one of them. It's just happened on a big stage rather than when we're three up against Watford or someone of that ilk. I guess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess we can move on now to to the big one, to the uh, the main event, main event of of the week. Um, Liverpool against Manchester City at the Etihad Stadium on Sunday afternoin. Um. It was oh, that, can I just say that uh, Eric Ten Hag's going to United, by the way. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, Breaking news. Ex- exclusive. Exclusive. Big baldy bastard. Let me check um, that. Another anyway, yeah, Manchester. Oh, wow. We go with Anthony Taylor and Pep Guardiola. So. Oh, don't start with this whole Anthony Taylor bollocks. Taylor oh, and no. Tierney. Listen, Massive I... They're tits, aren't they? I don't... I don't... I don't... I don't really... Um, Taylor isn't the issue, it's Tierney for me. Yeah, Tierney and his hair, his irregularly hairy arms. As, as Clap has literally said himself, I don't have a yeah. problem with anyone, I have a problem with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They um, were, but the, the, the problem is, and the biggest problem is, I agreed with Richard Keyes, which I think is oh, disgraceful. But he basically came out and said, why have they they've cre- they've created an argument here? Mm. Right. They could have easily just put Oliver and yeah, just somebody else Oliver on. Because oh, he did it, didn't he do it last year or something or this I... year or the the Anfield one or something. Um, they... Actually, yeah, no, I was going to say we had because Taylor's in the two games that I can remember against Chelsea, he's actually been good to us in terms of. Was it Taylor uh, who gave the Gomez handball last year? Did he referee that one? What Gomez handball? They had a penalty, didn't they, last year? Who did? Gomez handballed it. City. Uh, Cross came oh, in the box and pandemic. the arm was fired. Oh, you're, you're, oh, you're asking me about pandemic ball. I haven't a clue. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I just know this season, uh, Taylor, and I assume Tierney was his VAR because I assume they they do those pairings regularly. Uh, they are the most. They are the most. It's the most common pairing in a top six. V top yeah. six 
clash so they, this year. They, got, they gave us the, the Reese James. It might, it might have seen an obvious one, but I, I felt like that could have gone either way. The Reese James mm-hmm. red card and handball penalty in the, in the home game against Chelsea and then the away leg. Uh, I didn't think it was. A, I thought it might have been a slightly harsh red, probably benefited from being the opening seconds. But do you remember the Mane forearm on Azpilicueta, which, you know, Azpilicueta being Azpilicueta sold the shit out of it and then had all the other gang of cunts Rudiger probably there fucking somersaulting or some shit like uh, you know I, I, those are two that jump out to me and I can't remember anything yeah. I, can't, I, I can't remember them doing us dirty in those games so that means they're saving for did the did he weekend, do the but... final as well? might have uh, no, I think yeah. he did the final with the cater on Chalapur as well yeah he did he did and the look but after lines they've just done a They've they've just opened up an argument for no reason. Yeah, they've, yeah. they've made they've, they've created a talking point before the game's even close to kicking off, and it's just it's it's just symptomatic of the thing. At least half Mike Dean on VAR. No, I Mike need Mike Dean for even it up. I need Mike even Dean it up, yeah. banter and banter and pep off when Pep's losing it. Uh, oh yeah, but that, he's speaking of Mike Dean because that was that's the counter argument that they never use Mike Dean for Merseyside games, even though he's like. Who's 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 he? Derby, didn't he? Yeah, but that's I suppose that's the only one. That's but not, not, not a Merseyside versus a non-Merseyside. Yeah, that, that is the, and to be fair to Mike Dean, like he actually does genuinely support Chami Rovers. <laughs> like yeah, he, he goes oh, away yeah, we have the video evidence. He's made that very well known, hasn't he? Tranmere yeah. Ultra. <laughs> not fucking Anthony Taylor support and Altrincham for fuck's sake. Come on, like like I I I. I it, it, I don't it, think it'll make it's a difference, annoying. but it's just it's. It, I don't like the fact it's generated a whole debate about it. I yeah, don't exactly. think. It, I don't think. It, I don't think it's a problem. Like it, as it, as you say, Tierney's the problem. If anything, it, it's hard <laughs> no, to care no. about refs as much as some other people do. Like some other people, it's. And I know we're fucking talking about it here, but like other people get so worked up about it. I just struggle to like when I used to listen to Anfield rap. I remember. Is Neil Atkinson's thing? He was like, he thinks he thinks like talking about refs is like the most boring thing in the world. And then for years, I hear him talk about fucking refs, but he'd always like preface it that it's like it is the most fucking boring thing in the world because it's like it's it's like a litmus test of how like one eyed are you that you think refs only screw your club and that not the not just that they're fucking shite and that they're shite doing a fucking hard job. You know, it's like. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, like you said, it's it, it it's why 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 would you leave yourself? Why 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 even create the possibility when there's? Yeah. It's not like he's the clear head and head and shoulders best ref or anything. He's one of the senior ones, but fucking Michael Oliver's right there. Like you know, just use him for the biggest game of the season. If, yeah, I wouldn't bother if it was Oliver in the middle and Taylor on VAR. That wouldn't bother yeah. me at all. It's yeah. the biggest. It's the biggest Premier League game that of all time. I, I can remember. I, I, don't want, I, I don't want to be that delusional Liverpool fan and say it's one of the. It it's the biggest in the. the it's the biggest in the Klopp Guardiola era. Yeah, like it's it's it, it's massive, and to have a referee from Greater Manchester that one of the managers, whether it be Pep or Klopp, has 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 actually came out in public and stated that they believe they've got a personal issue with them. I I I don't understand. I'd rather Tierney be in the middle, to be honest. Oh, I don't know about that now. No, because yeah, no, no. Tierney and VAR has the last call, and that's when you can get screwed over. Yeah. Like if, it's a, if it's a contentious penalty, he's the one making the decision, isn't he? No, because I think, I think if he's in the middle and Clap has to even fucking look at him, 
<laughs> I think that's what well, maybe you can say he'll just get clapped more psyched up, you know, or whatever. But it's not like we have a home crowd to G up anyway. So, um, but yeah, it's it's to get back to the actual game itself, it's yeah. fucking massive. And I suppose the the huge question is because we'll we'll have predictions and we'll do we'll think what team as well. Um, but before we pick the team that we want. Would a big question would either of you take a draw after you right now? Do you take a draw? Yeah, Dave, uh, no, yeah, me neither. I'm not taking a draw. I think, and and my my thing is not just because of the maths, like, or I say the maths, like, because the numbers, I think, I, I think would say that we have to go for it because it's like, I, I, I don't know what odds we are at the bookie. I, I, I or yeah, we're nine to four. I saw to like. To win the game, that's like the odds. But like, like five three eight have us, and not that they're unimpeachable. But like five three eight have us like a thirty three percent to win the league. And if we don't win, I would expect that to fucking take a big drop. I think it all does a lot of it right I, in this game. I there's only one result that means we don't win the league. I'm I don't gonna... think we. I don't think we don't win it if we draw. It makes it a lot harder. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Um, and then you can kind of. Because at the moment we're all going, or we've got the Champions League, or we've got the FA Cup, we've got the Premier League. It can kind of shift your focus a little bit if we draw. Um, and then you can kind of say the pressure is off then. Because let's mm-hmm. face it, if we win, the pressure's huge. It's humongous. And nobody will be talking about City throwing away a 14-point lead if... Yeah, we're two points clear. They'll all be talking about Liverpool dropping it from. I think anybody will be talking about City dropping a fourteen-point lead either, because people just don't fucking care about <laughs> Manchester City. Like, at, at no, City, I'm, what I'm saying is, if yeah. we win, it, the conversation won't be about how they've dropped the lead. It'll be how we have to win the league from now. Was it and... one of you two who said who said uh, we really want to see Pep City have to actually chase a team down the final stretch? It might have been Josh. It would be fun, because I think that they'd crumble. I think if we win, they'll crumble. Yeah, like, I I was trying to think about Pep's career, because he obviously never had any fucking title race in Germany. Uh, He did it with Spain in Barcelona and Real Madrid, didn't he, when he lost? But was he ever chasing, like, I, like, because I know that he didn't didn't win the league, they didn't win the league in his last season. 11-12, wasn't it? Yeah, when Mourinho... uh, They won it by... Both got like nearly a hundred points in there. Yeah, yeah. They, they I, both I, both broke the points record. Nine points. So Barca got ninety-one. Real Madrid got a hundred. What I wonder is that like, was there a title race up until like May, and then when it looked like they weren't going to win it, did they implode? I I, I can't. I'll have, look I'm, at, I'm, I'll have a look at Barcelona's fixture list for that season. Do we? Yeah, have a look there because uh, I'm pretty sure they were front runners. Oh, narrow. We should we should almost come up with an agenda and get these stats before we start. It'd be really good, wouldn't it? Could never, be us. Could never be us. Could never uh, be us. I've had all day off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no. They in the last five games they dropped five points. So, and one of the, actually, oh, listen to this. Here we go. Twenty first of April, game thirty five. Barca one, Real Madrid two. Oof. So, so, so parallels. Yes. Parallels. Okay. okay. Yeah. So he has actually. Yeah, he has and lost. Then, then they went and beat. Then they beat Raya Vallecano seven 0 away the next game. So obviously got some anger out. Vintage, and... vintage of the genre. 
Which which Ryo Vallecano's player's face did he get hit at full full time whistle and say, You are amazing? (laughs) (laughs) Why you play for Ryo Vallecano? You could be so much better. uh, Fucking Spanish Nathan Red in there or something. Um, So, okay. (laughs) Yeah, um, yeah, that's my thing is. I think the other reason I think we have to go for the win, not just because of the implications and the hashtag momentum, is I just like I do think we're we're actually better right now. Like uh, even like there's a form argument because we're in like the better form we have been in low key ridiculous. Someone posted there we've won forty four out of the last fifty four games. You wouldn't know it, but we mm. have, and we've only lost to Leicester and West Ham. Inter doesn't like you have lost inter but it's like you kind of disregard it because it didn't it, it didn't mean anything game, game state yeah and like even we do have the fucking better team than them like i mean their bench in midweek i don't think they have many if any injuries and they still are putting kids on the bench their squad is actually with the diaz thing with us having elliot back like we they have three forward options looking at their bench they had foden and they had two other forwards on their bench. And then, by contrast, we you say we only have two elite forwards to bring on. We have, uh, but like still two is all you need, really. Like, two out of three. Yeah, you know, only you, have we, we, actually, we literally three. have two players for every position and then some. They actually don't. And I know you can only play 11 on the weekend and like put on three subs, but like... Yeah, I, th- I think like I think we shouldn't, we shouldn't be like settling for a draw and I don't think it's even possible to do that in these games because like... If you're not both both going for it full on, then you you allow you risk allowing your team to kind of overrun you. But like, yeah, Pep I was, think Pep was talking about the Atletico game afterwards, and he was talking about how City are small and light, and Atletico are big and strong, and I, we have that over them as well. Uh, I know it's only mm. a small thing, but if you if you put your strongest midfield in, which I don't want to preempt the discussion we might have, but it's probably going to be Fabinho, Henderson, Thiago. They will bully. I think they will bully Man City, and you know they can still play. They can play through bullies. They can fine, but well, we could think... even go. We could go to City's team and talk about matchups. You know about Foden well, worries me. Foden's the one. That yeah, worries me. although he's not going to be up against the fucking Milner well. this time. Hopefully, it came so. on. It came on yesterday, and after eighty seconds, he'd unlocked Atletico, and it was one nil. Mm. And City had not looked like breaking them down. Yeah, so I saw that. I was, I was watching the ex- I was watching the the stats and the numbers on it. And City, like they kept Atletico from having a chance. And Dave, I think you posted as well about, or you shared the numbers, like all the the passing stats that City had at halftime. You know, it was just they were doing a they were doing like a passing exercise around there. Yeah, yeah. Like he has gone full sterile possession. This is this is current Pep is like sterile possession defend by having the ball and you say that was always kind of him but he's like really leaned into it like this isn't the the freewheeling 8 17 18 18 19 team with like david silva and de bruyne as the as the eights and you know three ahead of them and the fullbacks bombing on like this is a really different city i think and, and, and I, I, yeah the situation benefits us because obviously we know that the only one result really works City mm. City can work with both, and you know yeah. what? Yeah, he's obviously come out talking about how he's an overthinker. Must not lose. That's I do not. Yeah, I cannot comprehend the absolute wham that is going through his head and what he's going to come up with on Sunday. 
because I wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if he went like a. He's he's done like a four-two-three-one quite a lot against us, hasn't he? Where he sits. He's two. been good. He's been good. I I don't want to say yeah. he's figured us out, but he has kind of sussed it a little bit. Like whatever about the the four-one at Anfield because of the various weird fucking factors around that. But like even the we we, we might as well, we've somehow gone without mentioning the 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 game back in. Jeez, it feels like fucking August. Whenever we played them. In the in the in the autumn sunshine, and they had us fairly bet in in the first half, and then second half it was just like it was brilliant from Salah for both goals. Like Mane obviously finishes off the first one with a great run himself, but like we had just a kind of our moments. Whereas, yeah, that's, I thought they were, and like I said, not for the first time in recent games. Um, I, I want to look back at all the recent fixtures, but he's generally. Whereas before when it was like, you know, 17, 18 and he's talking about us in the Goodison Park dressing room and he's afraid and then we, and they gave us that first half from hell in Europe and we kind of, we we wrote it out kind of a bit like the, a bit like the recent, the most recent game, you know, we wrote out the first half and then hit them in, in the second half and may, maybe that'll be the exact, maybe that'll be the same pattern again this weekend, but yeah, it'll, um, will he do something, you're saying Josh, will he do something weird like, mm. Like, will he play? Will he start Ake left back? You know, or well, he did yesterday. Because I think Walker is still suspended for being a fucking mm. idiot. Uh, Cancelo took a hefty one on the ankle. I think he's all right, but he, he is still he... out, isn't he? Oh, sorry, Diaz for them is still out. I think so. Yeah, mm. and not that I, I actually don't think that's a massive loss because I really rate Laporte and Stones seems to enjoy playing against us, and D- whereas Diaz. He's overrated, like you know, he's good, but he, people people attribute the they they like oh he was he was the Van Dyke of City he transformed them in the same way that also Van Dyke's influence is slightly overstated because we did what we did like wind it in after the Tottenham four one you know the, the the you know the shift had already began and then he he comes along after and obviously elevates us by being ridiculous but he's clearly not Van Dyke and I think the drop off to him from him to Laporte and Stones isn't. Not too as big. colossal as everyone makes it out. Yeah, Rodri just being a big fucking body in there, being there for Fabinho is is probably more crucial, I would say, especially in these big games, because uh, Fernandinho just isn't that player anymore. But yeah, uh, will we try? We'll we'll do Liverpool. How about we we'll do Liverpool team, and then we'll we we could ha- we'll have a go at Pep Roulette. <laughs> I think our team picks itself. Back five does right. Matt up. I think I think it all does. Or back six. Yeah, yeah. We're. I said about the Kata thing, but it's going to be Henderson. It can't. Yeah, be. I think it does up until the front three. No, well, I just think this is your your OG front three. It's not a oh, game yeah? for Jota. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I, I can. Firmino, Firmino gets us out. Jota did nothing in the first. Remember, Jota was actually did nothing against him mm. in the first game. Wasn't it? it was like the the quintessential Jota performance where. He's not doing anything to build up, and there just weren't the chances for him. So, I think the only person who could interchange is Diaz for Mane. Yeah, I think it's the only one that might not be in there. And I am very tempted to go Diaz because he is the new hotness. <laughs> and he, yeah. and do you know what? He might start the same front three as yesterday. He might not play for me now. I think he will start the Mane through the middle yesterday. Yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah, it's 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 actually more likely to be between Firmino and Diaz than. Mane and Diaz, Kevin even Mane, though I yeah. would start, I would always start Firmino, especially in this I kind think of. Diaz game. has to play. Diaz has to play. I wouldn't play Firmino purely because I think Firmino gives Rodri a job to do, which is unnecessary. 
I don't think Rodgers is um, integral to their build-up to even have Firmino kind of dropping deep and sitting on them. Um, it's mainly Stones and Laporte who will do most of the progressing. Just just completely oh, engage their back four, yeah. Do we go 4-4-2 yeah. then? Well, I'd go 4 2 3 one <laughs> Fuck it. I, I wouldn't start Henderson and just play Firmino. And play Fabinho. No, that's that would be a that would be a fucking swerve that oh, I would can do that. Really expect. He, he can do that because he, as we've just said, we have to win. Exactly. We're not, we're not in the position where we're defending something. If it doesn't work, you, at least you can go. Well, we tried. You know, we we picked the best team we could to win. Mm-hmm. I don't think a draw ends it. And I think if you get to the seventy fifth minute and it's one one, Klopp's taking a draw. But, um. I just think they'll go quite negative, City, because they they'll be caught in two minds. Do do we go for it? Do we know that they have to do it, sort of thing? And yeah. When Guardiola's got decisions to make, he proves quite a lot. He can struggle to get well, his message I mean, across. You were mentioning Ake potentially starting at left back. Didn't he do that at Anfield with Laporte once? Yeah, and it didn't. Work. In Champions League. Yeah. Uh, no, the the more bad. insane that it was Laporte left back. The crazy thing, it was do you remember it was Gundogan right wing. <laughs> that was the like what the fuck move he pulled out of. and and the whole idea was like and it, it might have been a decent strategy. It was like let's just let's just get Sané one on one versus Trent and Trent had like the fucking game of his life without necessarily doing anything in attack. He was do you remember, do you remember that like it yeah, was yeah, yeah. It, it was just Sané all game was just running and he just didn't get anything out of Trent. And yeah, and then because we just because we fucking demolished them first half, that was like the story. And um, but I but I don't think he's done that in any of the league games. It's just it's just when the Champions League music gets in Pep's eardrum, he just like... this is this is a this is a Champions League esque game though in terms of the result is so important. Performance doesn't yeah. matter. The result is the biggest thing here. Mm. And so. We, I don't we think can, I don't yeah. I don't think it decides the title if we win, but it does if they do. Yeah, it does. Yeah, knows that we're not getting two results from City. Yeah, so, so we can we can say what their back six is, assuming the Walker, you know, Walker's going to come in, and Cancelo has to start. Let, let's just assume he's going to go with the correct team, and then. If he if he if he if he peps it, then that's like a fun bonus. Like, because if if Diaz was fit, you might have even seen. Would you see John Stones right back? Probably not. Walker has to be I in think, there for the I think if he's in the Pep, it, it might be it might be Cancelo not starting. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Is it Jenko playing? <laughs> maybe like it may be like an out and out fullback. Or what? Or what if he does? What if he does what he did in the the final against Chelsea, where he just inexplicably doesn't pick a, a defensive midfielder, and it was worse then because Gundogan was literally their player of the season, turning into this goal scoring midfielder. It's like, hey, you know what? You you just sit there. Don't don't bother. Will you know? He was their fucking best player, scoring all their goals, including at Anfield, and he just like keeping as far away from the box as possible. Yeah, and also you know don't play a holding midfielder. Yeah. Um, well, let's assume he's going to pick Rodri then, and then Bernardo has to play for them because, and and De Bruyne has to play. Yeah, I Bernardo... think he'll be, he'll play Foden uh, as a false nine. Who would you want to see? I'd want to see Mares and Jesus and Grealish. I want that would be, and Grealish, that would be yeah. like I don't really want Mares because Mares just always fucking scores. But do you want Mares? Do you want Sterling? Grealish. 
I'd rather Sterling. Yeah, I'd rather Sterling. Oh, fuck just... that. Could you imagine the potential of Vile? Oh, but he no. doesn't know. It, it never happened. But it's oh. still. And he's even he's even horrible like to just have to he's watch. Snide, against... isn't he? As that, well. No, he, even, even if he was the nicest player in the world, which he's not, he's a cunt, but... Uh, <laughs> It, you know, like even just when he's he's you know he just picks it up and he's running at your back four. It's it's horrible in the way that it's not with Grealish. With Grealish, it feels like he's not going to hurt you, even if he even if he does. With with Sterling, he's just so like direct and aggressive, and he'll just like constantly push you. And like the, the only nice thing with Sterling is that he might like inexplicably miss a fucking sitter. But like other than that, I find it I hate. And like even if he wasn't, it's like the Sane thing. You know, he's just going to fucking test whoever he's up against even if Robertson's never had a bad game against him he'll just go over on Trent and it'll it'll like give Trent more to think about but who else is on their bench in midweek yeah like Jesus like could score and has scored like several goals against us but just doesn't really scare pushing, you I could see him pushing Gundogan up with Foden and playing De Bruyne at deep and then have two inverted wingers as well so Mahrez and Did he, who, who, and who, played right, who played right wing in the last league game? Was it Jesus or was it Mahrez? It was Mahrez. Because it was it was Grealish. Famously, it was Grealish, like false nine right. or whatever, and yeah. it didn't work at all. But he could turn around and say, "Well, look at I put Foden to do the Sane thing to Milner, and it, you know, it was a fucking riot." So obviously, it's not going to be the same thing. Oh, thank God, Trent's back. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, it, it was yeah. just our luck. We have two two games where Trent's not available, and they're both. Yeah, we we, we didn't mention Foden. We didn't mention Foden in this. You you said it earlier, Josh, that he like you, you, Foden is kind of scary, even if he's not I, I, up I, against I, Milner. My front three was well for them was Foden, um, Grealish. I think he'll just go with that. Foden, he's not going with Grealish. He's not going with Grealish. I, why he wouldn't he? Play, he starts actually. older games. It'd be Bernardo, Bernardo, Foden, and Sterling. Bernardo will play midfield, surely. Uh, no, Rodri, De Bruyne, and Gundogan. Mm. Uh, Bernardo does that weird fucking messy centre of gravity. I mean, I'll be, I'll be fucking celebrating if Bernardo's not starting because he always has the game of his fucking life. I think he will start. I think he'll start. I think he'll start on the right, right wing. Yeah, that's better than him picking it up deep for me and then yeah. doing all the running. Yeah, uh, I think and, he'll like, want he'll want two industrious people in the middle with Gundogan and Rodri. Yeah. I know Bernardo is industrious, but he's just a he's not very good industrious. In September. I mean we, we say that, but like he you remember the the two one the before we did our first ever episode, the two one at theirs to decide the league in fucking January somehow. Uh like Bernardo like had the game of his life, like he was running everywhere. Like he, he doesn't you say he's not industrious, but he presses like fucking mad. He even even against that palace game where they drew nil nil, it was him, not Connor Gallagher, that had ran the most that game. Like he is you wouldn't think it because how he looks, but he is like a machine in terms of like the amount of run he gets through, and he's just like you know what it's like to, when you're when you're playing against him. It's just when teams playing against him, you're just like fuck off, stop, stop closing us down. You know, it's like you'd be happy to not see him. You'd want to see Grealish like just standing there being a fucking himbo. Well, yeah, well, that that's our that's our attempt of getting in the minds of Pep Guardiola, which undoubtedly is pretty. Hard, I'm sure to set up a tough time. Um, right, so we'll go quickly into predictions, I guess, with that in yeah. mind. So, uh, Josh, 
I am going to go for, and this is not what I want, but I think 2-2 uh, Van Dyke. First. She. For us. Because <laughs> uh, cause this came to me the other day in a in a daydream. Uh, one nil. by the Buddha. <laughs> one nil. To Divock us? Re- Divock oh, oh fuck it. I can't imagine the the game state when that happens. <laughs> yeah, What's that, for, 89th? For... <laughs> I suppose, I mean, the, I, the only way Origi kind of gets on is if we're losing, isn't it? And he has to, like, throw on a load of forwards yeah, or something. Yeah. But, all, um, forwards, all three. Yeah, there was... Firmino took someone's head off in a cel- in a in a celebrated goal that got cancelled out by VR. There's your scenario. Bam. Uh, um, I will go two one, and I will go for Sadio Mane with the goal. So is that a consolation for Mane, or is that that's a that's a that's a first goal in a two one victory? Two one. So the... I thought this I thought this would be the week where we'd have three different results. No, I, really I knew it would did. just. I, I knew. I knew it would just be the week. Oh, hang on, the we're, the top, we're the top red podcast, aren't we? Sorry, yeah. seven nil, seven nil. Mane five times. Uh, no, but the current state of the table, the only table that matters, as we've said, yeah. um, which ironically has first and second separated by a point, uh, is uh, Shane on twenty eight, Dave on twenty seven, and me on nineteen. But a big eleven last night has kind of clawed me back up from the embarrassment that he was looking like Norwich. Before, yes, um... yes. Um, so if you didn't know already, listeners, uh, you get 10 points if we correctly guess the score, which I did last night, Benfica. Uh, five points if you get the right margin. So Dave got five yesterday, saying 2 0. We won by two goals. And two points, you get the correct result, which Shane got last night. Perfect little example of that, uh, because Shane said 4 0. Uh, and then you get three points, which I've only just changed, if the player we say scores first. So I've not had that yet, but you two both have. And then one, if they score at any time. So I had Diaz last night. Uh, he obviously scored last. So that's why uh, it's 28 points for Shane, 27 for Dave, 19 for me. And that was oh. all the way back for the Leeds game. I have gone back and listened to recordings and filled I, in I, I was I was going to say we need to have some kind of prize to like up the stakes or that. So I'm not just picking fucking Origi to score a winner at the fucking. I'm happy to. I'm happy to have a prize. I'm happy to have um, a prize. I was next season's shirt, as paid for oh, by the other two. Oh fucking hell! I need to change my prediction now. Uh, you can yeah. change it if you want, Shane. If you I feel want, like there should be a prize. prize. I feel like there should also be a wooden spoon, like for who comes last. Like we want, a we want action shirt. at both. We want ends at action at both sides of the table. I was thinking, you know, sure. I was like, that would be pretty embarrassing. I was also thinking the loser could have to pay for Sam's Patreon. I thought that would be even more, yes, that'd be yes. even more like humiliating, you know. Yes, imagine when your family members seeing that in your bank statement that definitely didn't happen to me recently. Um, yeah, it's like, yeah, that would be, I think that would be like a really good wooden spoon. Are we gonna, gonna record that, that or just to divert onto this particular topic? You can get. I am LFC heroes. Oh, we're not doing a fungible token. No. Oh it's yeah. Second place. That's the second place. There are there are what ninety five percent of them left. Uh, I mean, Sh- Shane, Shane's the man with the numbers. Yeah. I didn't think we'd have fucking time for this. We were supposed to spend the whole time talking about fucking city. Uh, well, this is Anfield did a bit on it, didn't they? 
the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was tweeting out some stuff from our uh, from our official podcast Twitter, uh, Top Red Podcast. Uh, yeah, I was I was sharing some stuff at Top Red Podcast. Uh, it was the auctions. I say auctions very loosely uh, were going on, and uh, yeah, the Salah was the most Salah and Klopp were like from the from the ones that were going to auction. Then there was the 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 five percent of the things that you said they were like the they're just the commoner NFTs I guess for the for the riffraff to buy, um, but yeah they were was the high, the highest one was what eighty eight thousand it cost was it fuck when I what when I remember I was sharing it it was like it was four thousand salad and a like cape 8, I think <laughs> salad and so, a cape something like that I don't know or clops. Oh, yeah, man. when's when are they releasing the uh, Salon Snapchat NFT? I'll be all over it. <laughs> oh, the trans, the trans. It's just funny. It's just funny, isn't it? It's funny how embarrassing it is. I tried to create. Account, I tried to create an account. Did I? Did, I, did you see that? I think it was two hundred grand for the foundation has been raised because of it. I just don't think it was worth the effort all the time. And and, all and the money. And, and and yeah, it was two hundred two hundred thousand for the for the foundation and. Elon Musk has inexplicably made 1.3 million off it. <laughs> and uh, now I, owns I, a stake in Liverpool. I, I tried to make a Sotheby's account. Um, just I wanted to actually try and do it, and you did have to provide payment information during registration. Not, I tried to make a Sotheby's account. I need to uh, quote that. Yeah. Is that the title of the episode? <laughs> uh, but I was like, I was like, uh, Okay, maybe. A cape. I was like, I was like, when I when I had to start, when I had to provide payment information as part of the registration, I couldn't just make the account and then like, you know, yeah. explore or whatever. That was that was kind of what I wanted to do, but I was like, I've already I've already subscribed to Sam's Patreon. You know, like how far can I take this bit? You know, it's like, yeah, we're not just, doing expenses. Sorry, bank, bankrupting myself to own the crypto nerds. It's like, yeah. Um, so to, to segue a little bit back onto predictions, uh, are we recording Monday? I know it's a bit of on-air admin again, but... It depends what the result is. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking, do we need to do Benfica? I know that's Wednesday, but do we need to do that? Um, or will we do it before then? Yeah, it's Wednesday. Are you so... going to game, Dave? Are you going to Manchester? No. I'm not. Fair play. So no. are, you, are you going to the semi-final? Um, I got a ticket. Uh, my brother's going. Because my me dad, me dad was going to give my brother his ticket. So instead, I took the bullet. So, yes, I am. Nice. How are you getting there? Do you know? I'm, Teleport. I'm, I'm not fucking going, so I don't know. He's not oh, going, Josh. No, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I meant, I meant, how's they getting there? Them. Sorry. No, they're, they're going by right. coach. So oh, half eight in the morning from Anfield. Good luck with that one, boys. <laughs> fucking hell! Don't die really at a service station. We won't do Benfica then. Yeah, no, I, I think we'll probably record Monday. Yeah, uh, I can do Monday. Yeah, and then yeah, we can well, yeah it's, we're, there's going to be a lot to talk about about that game either way. And then that might be our last one. <laughs> we, we have to fucking <laughs> finish short run. We're, we're playing the fucking cons again then in six days' time. Yeah. So we're, gonna have, we're doing another fucking preview. Like, you know, so. <laughs> Sorry, Podbean only gave us an eight episode run. So This is Monday's the top is red slash Manchester City podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Pepcast. Um, but yeah, yes. so oh. I think that'll wrap us up. Um, I'm sure we're all going to need some form of sedative come Sunday. 
I'm going out for lunch. <laughs> I'm fucking working. I, I've only I'll be working right up until half four. Well, uh, quote unquote working, but um, feeding the yeah. machines. What better way to distract me from? Yeah, uh, that is yeah. true. Yeah, work for my masters. Um, it's gonna be bloody vile. Absolutely well. vile. Yes, as ever, if you could please um, drop us a rating on Apple, it really does help us get um, noticed by people and will ensure that Chain one day gets the crypto sponsorship that he wants. It would also help if you did it on any spot, uh, podcast, and platform, to be completely honest with you. I don't know why it was very. Um, platformist i guess you could say um but yeah if you could give us a rating on there if you could follow our twitter account to stay updated with shane's ramblings on nfts and whatnot um that is at topper podcast and um yeah i guess see you on the other side help